Door County Pulse podcast is brought to you this week by you, the hundreds of people who listen to the Door County Pulse podcast and the weekend primer twice a week, every week. If you're an individual or small business who would like to reach out to those hundreds of listeners each week, then why not think about sponsoring an episode of the Door County Pulse podcast or weekend primer? You can do so by emailing us at info at doorcountymarketing.com. From all of us in Door County and across the United States who check in every week to the Door County Pulse podcast, we look forward to hearing from you very soon. Changing color, which means fall has come to Door County. I'm Andrew Clyden. And I'm Matthew Marcon, and this is your weekend primer. On Friday, October 12th, you can start the weekend off right with rock and roll fossils in Peninsula State Park. Meet University of Wisconsin's rock hounds, see fossils from the park's ancient coral reef, and learn how they were formed and how glaciers shaped Door County's bluffs. Matt, do you know who the Wisconsin University rock hounds are? I don't know exactly, but I believe that the rock hounds are just guys that know a lot about, or people who know a lot about rocks. Okay. It's not like rock-sniffing dogs? No. I think I think it's like a like a really cool person. Like, think of like a rock and like a, he's a rock hound. Could a geologist train a dog to sniff out certain fossils? I think you could teach a dog to do anything. That's probably true. I wonder if fossils have different smells. The uh, Dogs like digging, so you know, there's that. The history of the county geographically is really interesting. We've done a bunch of interviews with people from the different state parks and and different naturalists throughout the years with Peninsula Filmworks. And the the the, the limestone composition of the soil, the the shape of the peninsula, how the glacier is carved through different parts of the area. It's a really cool story. Are you that into geology at all? I mean, as a kid who didn't love dinosaurs and, you know, dinosaur fossils and things like that. So I think more of the dinosaur side, I I think I would be more interested in. But fun fact, you will not find and there hasn't been a dinosaur fossil found in the Wisconsin area. Oh, really? So that's a fun fact. Um, Yeah. Back in way back in prehistoric times, Wisconsin was part of like this big sea. um, And then the Ice Age came froze all that sea up, and then that's when, like, woolly mammoths and other creatures like that uh, walked along there. So the only fossils we would see would be, like, woolly mammoth fossils, but no dinosaur fossils, unfortunately. Not even any, like, water? Well, I guess Well, not. there's, like, there's like water, like, like back before the Ice Age, there would be, like, the, the there would be like the coral and that's and that's one of the big things that the um rock and roll fossils will be talking about will be like the coral that was found and things like that but no not like a you won't find like a, a bronchiosaurus in in you know fond du lac yeah this sounds like a really neat informative thing uh if you know a great place for you and your family to go if you want more of like a, a scientific or a learning thing for your kids or sure. even if just you are interested in fossils or how D- or how Door County was formed. Uh, this could be a really cool event to go to. Yeah, totally. On Sunday, you can check out the Family Fall Festival in Algoma, featuring entertainment from the Lakeshore Singers, Fall Treats and Drinks, Pumpkin Decorating, a Ring Toss, Caramel Apple Making, and more. This is the big fall festival this weekend. It's, it's the biggest one that will be happening all weekend long. 
the Lakeshore Singers, that's the Algoma Community Chorus. Right. Um, if you're into choir music, I know that I am. Uh, really cool. Get down there, listen to a chamber choir sing. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever been to the Renaissance Festival? No. Uh, they usually, right when you go in, they have a uh, chamber choir that sings really festive songs and stuff like that. I don't oh. know exactly what the Lakeshore Singers are going to be putting on, um, but... Choir music is cool because it, I mean it can be, it can range from you know classic to pop songs. Yeah, you um, can do a whole bunch of things as a choir. Um, but I what I like about this festival is that it seems like it's more of a quieter festival than the big festival we'll be talking about in a little bit. So I think it's just more of a laid back, more of a fall type of a festival. Just because when I think of fall, it's just more laid back, not as you know running around, not as big as and exciting, but it's more just like laid back, a nice relaxing kind of Sunday afternoon. Right. If you if you want to go somewhere this weekend, still take in the the festivities and enjoy a more family oriented activities, mm-hmm. I think this would be a great alternative. Totally. Um, probably easier parking down there. <laughs> it's not going to be as crowded. So if you're looking for a, a fun weekend out, but you, you want to avoid uh, Fall Fest, I mean, maybe even just for part of the weekend, maybe you want to go to Fall Fest more towards the evening and bring sure. your kids to Algoma's Family Fall Festival. Uh, it's a really great balance of activities that you can get this weekend. I mean, you could also do both. I mean, we'll be talking about Fall Fest in a little bit, but, you know, Fall Fest is happening all weekend, you know, but you can go hang out in Sister Bay on Saturday, be crazy and wild, and take in all of the craziness that is Sister Bay on Fall Fest Saturday, and then on Sunday you can relax and have a nice, enjoyable fall afternoon in Algoma. Oh, yeah. They're going to be totally different vibes mm-hmm. and, and completely different atmospheres, too. I mean... But what do we know? What if what if we go down on Sunday and it's actually and it's absolutely jam packed? Oh yeah, Algoma like, oh, could be right. like they they call it Fall Down Fest, but you don't want to know what they call <laughs> Algoma's Fall Festival, the Family Fall Festival. That's where people really get crazy. <laughs> then on Sunday night, you can capture the magic of the 1950s folk craze with the Kingston Trio and their energy, humor, and crowd charming musical repertoire at the Door Community Auditorium. I had the opportunity to put together the DCA season lineup video this year and got to see all of the different acts that were going to be coming in. Mm-hmm. Kingston Trio is really cool. It it uh, They were one of the big driving forces in American pop music during the 50s and 60s. Kind of helped shape what pop music sounded like in a lot of ways. Sure. Um, nowadays, they're they're very fun. Um, I believe there's three main members. Um they do uh, a good mix of their oldies, but also like really high energy folk music and fun stuff. They're all very charismatic. They kind of play with the crowd a little bit. Um, if you're into oldies or that kind of classic 50s Americana sound, or even if you're into like more upbeat folk music, these guys are really cool. Yeah, I think there was a lot of good music that came out of the 1950s. Um, Elvis, Little Richard, to name a couple. Um those I, I like a lot of that music, and um, this is something that's really cool. I'm not very familiar with the Kingston Trio, but I know they had a couple hits back in the 1950s and were and were very big. So that's pretty cool that that we uh, that Door Community Auditorium is is getting them. Right. Um, Tom Dooley, I believe, was their big breakout hit. Oh, right. Sure. Um, yeah. Growing up, my dad he had a pretty extensive record collection. So on Sunday mornings, I would often wake up 
and he would be playing his records and playing stuff like Elvis was a huge one for him. Uh, yeah. he, Elvis was probably his favorite musician. Um, I didn't really catch on to the Elvis thing, um, but he had a bunch of Beatles records, which I enjoyed. And then later in life, like through high school, me and my sister both got really into the Beatles and went through their entire catalog. While I like a lot of their early stuff in the 50s, I, I prefer their more experimental stuff as they go along into the 60s. I'm not much of a Beatles fan. Really? Yeah. What is it about them that you're not uh, into? I just, I just never, I never liked the sound, um, the songs. I mean, there are a handful of ones that I, that I like and could listen to, but I would never, I've never in the mood to, you know, go listen to the Beatles. Is it because they're so popular? Probably. And yeah. I'm, and I'm just a millennial who just hates everything that's popular. Right. Yeah, that's, that's probably what it is. Yeah, no, I actually got into them around the time that, um, the, like, remastered discography uh-huh. came out. Uh, once they started, like, repressing everything in stereo, that's kind of when I picked up and started listening to them. Um, I remember I filled my iPod with their entire discography and just, like, listened through to that. And there's a couple hundred hours of music on that that you can just kind of yeah. jam out to throughout the week. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't a Beatles guy. I'm more of a Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen person. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been a huge Springsteen fan ever since I can remember. Um, fun fact, talking about the Beatles, I saw Springsteen in concert in 2012 at Hyde Park in London at the Hyde Park uh, Music Festival. And he brought out Paul McCartney at the end of his set. And he played, Paul McCartney played with Bruce and the band. He played I Saw Her Standing There and Twist and Shout. And it was amazing. Nice. And then they, Bruce and the band and Paul McCartney actually went past curfew, the, the you know, festival curfew and so they turned the sound off on paul mccartney and bruce springsteen in london nice and there was an outrage i uh a lot of people will talk about who like the the main creative force behind the beatles was and i don't necessarily think that you can really pinpoint which one of the beatles was really leading things especially between john lennon and paul mccartney but when you look at what they did after the beatles i mean of course, George Harrison and John Lennon's lives were cut short, but compare John Lennon's solo career to Paul McCartney and Wings, and I think you can kind of tell who the main driving force between the Beatles was, at least in my opinion. Sure. I think that Paul McCartney went on to create another one of the greatest rock bands of all time right after leaving the Beatles. So. Well, but Paul McCartney's newest album is trash, so... <laughs> One last thing that we wanted to talk about before we got to arguably the biggest event this weekend is that we are kind of in peak fall colors season right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Tuesday as we're recording this. By the time the weekend hits, the leaves are probably going to be in full swing. They'll be peaking. Um, on my commute to work, I've been noticing a lot of that more brilliant, vibrant orange color. So mm-hmm. probably got a couple more days before the county is in full fall colors mode. Um, So if you're going to be up here this weekend, go out and drive through town, go to the parks, check out the fall colors, because this is really maybe the best weekend to do it. Yeah, I think um, fall colors in Door County is arguably the the prettiest Door County gets all year. Um, there are probably a handful of times in the summers when if you find like a really nice sunset or sunrise, those those colors, the sky can be really cool. But um, that's that's on a specific location, but mm-hmm. you can drive through if, if you come up this weekend Any place you go in Door County pretty much you will find spectacular fall colors And it's just it's one of the most unique things that Door County has and it's and it's 
just so gorgeous. What's one of your favorite places to check out the fall colors in the county? I don't really go anywhere to to specifically check out the fall colors. On my drive to work, I'm coming from Fish Creek, so I'm I'm driving past a lot of trees and I see the I can see the fall colors on my drive to work, which is which is which makes for a very nice commute. Um I guess the one place that I, I normally see them the most is I live in Fish Creek right on Cottage Row. And so those those trees change and, and I get great colors on Cottage, on Cottage Row. And that's and that's always really cool to see just just coming home from work. And I really don't have to go anywhere to see them. All right. My my commute, I drive through a lot of farmland, so I don't see the colors as vibrantly throughout the majority of my commute. But my neighborhood is. Uh, it, it's mostly trees that change color, so not a lot of evergreens in my neighborhood. So when fall hits, my neighborhood like explodes with fall color. So walking through my neighborhood, I walk my dogs through my neighborhood every day, um, or even just driving to and from work. It's it's gorgeous. Um, the it's when I come home for lunch that I can appreciate it the most because that's when the sun is high in the sky and it's yeah. beaming through the trees. But in the fall times, I'm kind of getting up while it's still darkish right. and then coming home while it's still darkish. Um, but all that being said, definitely go to the park this weekend, mm-hmm. um, walk through the towns. There's, there's a bunch of different locations where you can really see beautiful fall colors. Up in Ellison Bay. Ellison Bay has re- gets really good fall colors as well. Mm-hmm. The curvy road up to yep. Northport, that's yep. another really great place to see fall colors. That road is so picturesque anyway. Right, and then you're uh, just adding the vibrant fall colors on top of it. Right. It makes for a great, great scene. Finally, all weekend long is <laughs> Fall Fest in Sister Bay. This is Door County's end-of-season bash, and it will feature a parade, live music throughout the town, street food, arts and crafts, a 50-50 raffle, classic auto show, and children's activities. Some activities include pumpkin bowling, a Ferris wheel, the return of the ping-pong ball drop, and there will be a Gobo Foundation bake sale, which will feature beautiful, decorated cookies donated by cookie artists from around the world, in addition to baked goods donated by local bakers. All right, Matt. Let's get into Fall Fest. Yes. Um, I think that just how we were talking about fall in Door County is arguably the prettiest prettiest time in Door County. I think that Fall Fest is arguably the busiest time in the county um, or most known, I guess I would say. that It, it is the biggest festival. That that makes more sense. Sure. You know, we have July Fourth, but there are a lot of different towns celebrating July Fourth, and a lot of people are up just because it's the summer. But they're all scattered throughout the county. Right. Um, this weekend, everyone converges to Sister Bay, and pretty much just hang out on Forty Two and Sister Bay all weekend long. They don't right. really leave. Well, and it's a perfect storm too because it's coming right at the end of the season. Primarily, there are a lot of locals who are going to be out mm-hmm. um, with you know much lessened workloads from the summer and they're going to be partying down the festival goes all weekend long so there's plenty of opportunities to get out and have fun which is another great boon for locals up here maybe you work friday but you're off saturday or maybe you're off sunday you can go and check out fall fest and hang out with everybody um matt you you spent a lot of time up here in your youth Mm -hmm. did you go to fall fest often yeah i mean growing up in in Door County and, you know, Fall Fest in middle school and high school was definitely a big deal. Um, I think it's just, it's just another way to get out and hang out with your friends. That's 
outside of going to someone's house and it's and it's just a you know it's just like a big party down in in Sister Bay or up in Sister Bay and it's definitely it's definitely feels like a local party because if you're if you walk the streets you're going to see so many people that you know where as opposed to Pumpkin Patch Pumpkin Patch seems more of a you know touristy name you know it's a pumpkin patch that that sounds like a lot of tourists are going to come up which is fine and that's cool but i i think that fall fest has more of that of a local celebration like we're talking about it's the end of a season bash all the locals are cel- are celebrating you know a hard summer's work a hard season's work and this is their final like hoorah kind of let's all just hang out Right, and Sister Bay is such a great place for a big festival mm-hmm. too. I mean, it's you've got this main drag that you can walk down. There's live music in Sister Bay pretty much any night anyway, but that's going to be you know pumped up to eleven this weekend. There's right, gonna be live music all over the place. Um, lots of food to eat, activities to do. Um, Sister Bay is pretty much totally out of construction now. I know that last fall, I think Chop was still going up, right? Or was that too? I was. Two. Two ago? Okay. Um, I mean, just before that, you had the total remodel of the, the road a couple of years mm-hmm. back, too. So um, we're we're at a place of stability in Sister Bay. So it's like, you know, come down and, and really party. Um, have you made it to Fall Fest? No, this will actually be my first year. So okay. I've been up here for four summers. This will be my third winter that we're going into. Uh, but the previous Fall Fest that I was here for, I worked. So I was either shooting with Peninsula Filmwork somewhere or I was working elsewhere. So this is the first time that I've actually been able to go. Now, you and I are going to go there and we're going to do some video content. Yes, we are. Um, so this will be my first time actually getting out and you know hanging out at Fall Fest. And I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, one other thing that you you had mentioned to me earlier is that Fall Fest kind of lined up with your your fall or, or winter breaks yeah. in college, too. So right. I think that that's kind of the case for a lot of people. So we're going to expect to see a lot of younger people coming up to Fall Fest this year? Yeah, I think, you know, like we had talked about or like I had mentioned earlier, you know, it is it is a big local celebration. So when I was in when I was in college, coming back on fall break, it was definitely going to Fall Fest and just seeing what other classmates were there. And it was definitely like a reunion of sorts, you know, seeing all the friends that you haven't seen in a couple months. And and that was and that's always really cool because Door County is small and most of the locals are going to be at Fall Fest hanging out. And so it's definitely going to be a who's who of Door County when you're there. So, Matt, what is the ping pong ball drop? <laughs> so the ping pong ball drop, um, it has been away for a couple years so what it used to be was that a helicopter would fly over and drop all of these ping pong balls with um, probably like 100, 200, I don't know how many, um, a lot of ping pong balls. And they would drop all these ping pong balls with special deals and offers for local businesses and things like that. And everyone, you know, runs around and tries to get as many ping pong balls as possible. Are the are the deals written on the ball, or are they inside the ball? I, I believe they're written on the ball. I was never, I've, I've never been there because I always go on Saturday, and the ping pong ball drop is on Sunday. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, they're written on the ball. So it's very different than what I thought that it was. I literally thought it was one ping pong ball gets like tossed off the roof and hit. Like everybody forms a circle and they throw the ping pong ball down, and it bounces, and everyone's like, "Yay!" And then they get back to doing what they were doing. <laughs> 
So this is actually a much cooler event than I thought that it was going to be. I like the idea of them dropping multiple balls. Multiple, and, multiple balls, yeah. And the, the the local business deals written on them is also a pretty cool element right. to that, too. Um, then the Go Bow Foundation bake sale is going to be there, too. Yeah. Um, the Go Bow Foundation kind of started up around when you were in high school, right? Right. It was. It happened while I was in college. Um, it would happen a little bit afterwards, I think a couple, a year or two when I got into college, but it's, it's basically the Gobo Foundation was founded when, um, one of the students at Gibraltar, Bo Johnson was diagnosed with a very rare form of leukemia, um, battled it for a good portion of a year. Um, and then he ultimately passed away from the disease. Um, but the foundation was founded to, bring hope to children with, you know, very life-threatening medical conditions. Um, they help fund, they help fund research, support treatment, and help families with the, you know, expenses that come along with these medical conditions. So it's a great, it's a great, great foundation. Um, I did not know Bo personally, but a lot of a lot of the people up here did, and they and he is and he is someone who is very special to a lot of people's hearts up here in Door County. So it's a very cool foundation. The bake sale is really awesome. Um, what I also think is really cool is that part of the cookie bake sale is that there some cookies are being donated by cookie artists from around the world. Right. Um, so I think it's cool that it's not just it's not just a local thing, and and it is cool that a lot of local businesses have donated their time and. And their goods for this bake sale, but it's the fact that this foundation has spread its its word not just um, nationally, but it is globally. So we're getting all of these you know baked goods from around the world, which is cool that the foundation has spread that far. Right. Well, Matt, I think that that's just about going to do it for us this week. I look forward to spending time with you at Fall Fest this weekend. Yes, we will be there, you and I. Uh, And without further ado, uh, thank you so much for chatting with me this week, and I will talk to you next week. Yes, there are so many weekend activities that will leave you smiling. All right. Thank you, Andrew. At the 11th hour. things to do this weekend, you can check out the events calendar at DoorCountyPulse.com or pick up this week's issue of the Peninsula Pulse, available every Friday throughout Door County. And don't forget to subscribe to Door County Podcasts for your weekly Pulse picks, interviews, and exclusive content from the Peninsula Pulse. You can find us on DoorCountyPulse.com, on iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Nice.